Hi, this is Dr. Kimberly Linder. You're listening to Incredible Life Creator Podcast. My guest today is Dr. Alok Trevetti. Dr. Alok Trevetti is a media personality and expert in health and human behavior. For 25 years, he studied the brain to develop the science behind success and fulfillment. Dr. Trevetti helps entrepreneurs train their brains to cut the BS, get to the cause, and transform their money, business, and life. He has shared the stages with legends in personal development like Brian Tracy, Bob Proctor, and Grant Cardone. He is the author of Chasing Success, Lessons in Aligned Performance, and has been featured on CBS, NBC, Fox News, Global News, and many more. Clients include the FDIC, Mobile International, Berkshire Hathaway, and professional athletes. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Trevetti. Thanks for having me, Doc. Appreciate it. Yes. So um, you had quite a journey, and I know because I've actually studied with you. Um, why don't you start out by telling us, you know, where you grew up, where you came from, how you got to where you are today? Well, I don't know if today is any better than where was when I first started. So I can tell you, but I was, you know, I grew up in Toronto, Canada, and um, grew up in a very east, you know, eastern philosophy of life, and in an East Indian home. And uh, then I started chasing the world and starting to understand that, you know, what was this thing in the Western world, which was success and money and and the houses, the cars, the yachts, the all that stuff. And and you know, I was. A young doctor who came out as a chiropractor came out and started making a hell of a lot of money really, really fast, relatively, of course, and um, made lots of money. But I remember on my 34th birthday, I was sitting there completely miserable. I mean, I had the house, I had the car, I had the wife, I had the kids, I had money in the bank, I had it all. But internally, I had nothing. And I had to ask myself the question, where did this journey go this way? Because I'd done everything as what people would call the checklist life. And I'd, fi I'd filled all the checklist. And I remember looking at myself that day, Doc, and I was looking in the mirror and I was saying to myself, is, is this it? Like, this is it. Like, I've hit everything I was supposed to do. And I remember it very clearly. And um, it honestly left me on a cascade to hit rock bottom to the point where I didn't know, I couldn't even pay my bills. I couldn't pay my child support. I couldn't do any of that. And I needed help from my family members to survive. Um, went through a brutal divorce and uh, had to wake up. And I had to figure out what the difference was at that point in time between science and personal development. And I realized that personal development was bullshit. Excuse me. Uh, I don't know if you can use that language on your podcast, but BS, let's call it that. Mm -hmm. And I realized that there was, the science was completely contrary to what people were selling. And I, in essence, realized that this is what it's all about. And, and, I, and I've made it my mission to empower people and help them transform their lives to get real cut the BS and transform their life. Because if they want success and want true fulfillment, success and fulfillment, truly for them, there's a science to it. And there's a science of fulfillment. There's a scientific process now that I've, I've figured out and it's been my journey that's taken me there. And today I'm able to, you know, hopefully touch and influence as many lives as, uh, as I have, as I'm able to on the planet. Mm -hmm. And what made you go in that direction? Obviously you, you, you were doing some personal you know, personal development, but how did you start to pursue that science piece? It's always been a thing that I've studied. I've studied, you know, I was a failing PT student when I was 19 years old, and a buddy of mine gave me a, a CD set, and I started listening to it, and it changed the course of my life, and it really did. And I, and I said, well, how did this happen? And I wanted to understand the science of it. I wanted to understand the brain and, the, and how the body worked with it. I wanted to understand 
why this worked, why this helped me for this period of time. But then why doesn't it sustain? Why does it, why do these emotions come back? And that's what led me down the path of chiropractic. I was going to go to medical school or at least down the thinking was going down that line. And uh, I'm an Indian guy. That's what we do. We're supposed to go to medical school. Indian guys don't become chiropractors. But I found the philosophy of chiropractic was much more congruent to who I was. And it was my father who actually showed that to me. I didn't get that. My dad was the one who, who said, hey, look, this may be more along the lines of who you are. And, uh, and it was. And so as I got into it, I started getting into it. It just really was truly a greater understanding. But I wanted to understand the science of why we do what we do and who we are. Not, not just arbitrary words that people tell me about their experiences. I wanted to have the science that I can take people from a place in their life and help them transform their life through a process and a journey. That's what I wanted to create. And how did you discover this science? And um, how is it different from personal development and that it's sustainable? As in personal development, you know, we go, we go to a weekend or whatever, we get all excited, we listen to something on YouTube, we get all excited, but then the excitement goes away. <laughs> yeah, because it's not about excitement, right? Personal development is driven on dopamine and feeling the high and feeling the rush and feeling dopamine highs all the time. And, and the mass population, the mass public wants more dopamine. And the truth is that dopamine isn't the secret. The more dopamine you have, the more you have to get the others to balance it out and you have to crash from it. And I realized that there was a balance and a harmony to the nervous system and a balance and a harmony to your life and a balance and a harmony to your, your friends and your society and a balance and a harmony to everything around you. And your job was to plug into it. And when I started to realize the science of how you plug into that, people's lives started to change and then their body started to heal. And then their, their nervous system started to work properly. Then their immune cells and their immune function started to gain traction, started to get better. Then their entire health and their physiology started to improve. People started losing weight. People started getting better quality. And I started realizing that the more people I was driven and the more I saw people driven into personal development, the less people became successful, right? And I was in it. I've studied backstage. I was with the guys, like big names that you would know and ones you wouldn't even know. And I, and I asked myself, why doesn't this work for everybody? And then what we do is we judge people and we say that they're not good enough. They don't want it bad enough. They're not ready for enough. And honestly, Kim, that's doc, that's complete BS because I, if I, if I gave everybody said, look, I'll give you a million dollars today in the middle of all this crisis, I'll give you a million dollars today. Would you take it? And the answer is going to be yes. Right. The answer is going to be yes. The question is, is why don't people get there? It's because of the way that they've thought about their life, the traumas they hold on to, the projections that they hold on to their life, the fantasies they've built that stop them from moving towards the goals that they want and moves them away from what they want to actually gain and, and live in their life. So the question was never the why. The question was the why not. And that's the difference between personal development and what I call scientific development, evolutionary development. Because personal development wants you to feel good. I want you to feel whole. I want you to be whole, right? If you feel good and you go to a seminar for a weekend, like you just said, you go to a seminar for a weekend, you feel fantastic and you come out of there three, four days later, you're in the middle of chaos and crisis. Yeah. Why do that? Why not understand how to heal your body, heal your mind so that you don't have to go through that crisis and life has a trajectory of upwards and moving forward in finances, life and liberty and whatever it is you want to create. That's, that's the difference primarily. Yeah, and you were talking about even physiological, physical changes happening for people that doesn't happen with personal development no because it's driven on dopamine right and dopamine is a, if you don't know just to clarify dopamine is a is a neurochemical 
it's a, it's a neurotransmitter technically in the body and a hormone that is neurotransmitter and hormone that is there and it makes you feel good. It's like what sugar does, what alcohol does, what, what you know, drugs do. They make you feel good. So it makes you feel good for the period. But then you also have to add the other side to balance that out. So the more we get addicted to the idea of personal development and dopamine, the more crashes and chaos we're going to have to deal with. And I lived it. And I did it. And I was, you know, I, I was the guy who was, who was selling it too at the beginning because I didn't understand it. And then when I hit rock bottom, Kim, that's when I figured it out. And I was like, oh, crap, this is not the answer. This is not the solution. And it wasn't about being stronger. It wasn't about working harder. It wasn't about doing more stuff. It was about being more whole. And personal development is about, you know, the, the masks that we put on, right? And I've, and I've heard it. You've all heard it, too, that, you know, I feel happy. I feel happy. I feel rich. I feel rich. And you keep, keep jumping up saying, I feel rich. I feel rich, trying to put it, infuse it from the body into your nervous system. But the truth is, is that you can say, I feel rich. But in the back of your mind, at the same time, you're like, but I'm really broke but I'm really broke. The bill collectors are calling your husband, or your wife is yelling at you because you don't have any money coming in the door. The kids are yelling and their diapers are falling off and there's no new diapers and you're sitting yourself, but I'm doing all the affirmations. And I saw that for people and I said, why don't these people change? What's happening? Why aren't they, why isn't it working? Because if affirmations were neurologic, if it was scientific, then it should work for everybody. Right. And you know, you were talking about, you know, it being dopamine, almost like a drug. Mm -hmm. So, you can go up and up and up and up and up, but pretty soon you're going to fall. And the higher you go, usually the lower you fall. That's right. And then you have the other side. Mm -hmm. So then that could even create depression for people. I will say this with 100% certainty is that the facade of, of, of positive thinking is breeding the depression epidemic. An unrealistic expectation is breeding the depression epidemic. Because there's no question that when you're stuck, the greater the addiction to the positive, the more the depression you're going to be. The more the depression is going to be there for people. Because depression is just a comparison of where you are to where you think you're supposed to be. And if you think you live your life thinking that everything's supposed to be positive and happy and good all the time, then you're going to flip around on the other side and get this depressive thing that your life doesn't match it. You know, let me just share this if that's okay with you. I get calls every single week, Doc, and you know this, we've worked together and you've done a lot of my work, right? I get calls every single week of people who sit and tell me that they're about to commit suicide or they're thinking or contemplating suicide because their life isn't matching the vision boards that they've placed on the walls. And that pisses me off. Not just to be very direct, that pisses me off because that's built by a fantasy and that's built by somebody who's teaching people about the psychology and the science of thinking without who understands the science of thinking. They don't understand it. And they paint these pictures on a wall thinking that their life is supposed to be completely different. And when it doesn't match that fantasy, they want to become depressed. And that's not the way the brain, the science, the neurology works at all. And so I take this very seriously because I get the calls every single week. I hear them. Wow. And, and now with everything that's going on, um, you know, people's dreams, even if they had a quote unquote secure job, great position, everything was going well. All of a sudden now everything, all the rules are changing. You know, all, all that fantasy, if you will, is gone. So how do people roll with this? How do they go through it? 
Well, first you got to just be realistic in your expectations, right? If you sit there and say, okay, well, you know, tomorrow the entire world is going to get back to normal and we're going to go back to living the way that it was pre-corona overnight, you're deluded, highly deluded, right? It's like you got to make incremental changes, incremental realizations, processes, things. You can't be living in a fantasy that it's always going to be this panacea of pleasure without pain because the brain doesn't work that way. And, you know, by the sounds of it, it sounds like I would have a greater expectation. I would rather play the conservative side on the long haul to mitigate my risk than live in a fantasy of it being abundant. And I'm going to say something that's completely going to piss everybody off. So I'm just going to go ahead and say it. There is no abundance. Let me just explain this. There is no fantasy land of abundance when you live in survival. When your brain and your mind live in survival, there is no abundance. You have, your brain is not built for abundance. Your brain is built for survival. So you'll live your life to the degree that you can survive. That's it. You'll bitch, you'll moan, you'll complain, you'll get pissed off, you'll do all these things, but you'll live to the degree at which you will find your own levels of survival. And if you survive in a state with making $3,000 a month and that's your survival, you'll find a way to get $3,000 in your pocket. So you'll sit and say, I want to be abundant, but you only make three grand. I want to be abundant, but I only make three grand. I'm just talking money as a context, mm -hmm. um, just a, a measurable context. But if you, and so you'll say, I'm being abundant. Money comes to me easily. Money comes to me simply. Well, okay. Then where is it? That's the objective question. Then where is it? Mm -hmm. um, okay. Then it's not there. So how do you get there? What do you do? What do you have to create? And so you have to look at it and people live in this abundance and it doesn't work that your brain lives on protection security, then abundance. Mm. First, you have to go through the state of protection. You're looking for resources, taking up the resources, protecting yourself in a state. Then you got to build security. Okay, do I have consistent resources coming in the door? Then we can talk about creating in a state of abundance where you have both of those sections taken care of, right? So post-corona or post-COVID-19, I would sit and say, you know, get conservative. Right, get conservative, make sure you have those two buckets filled, make sure you have that strategy in place. Then you want to go build abundance, then you want to go build expansion into your business, go right ahead. Absolutely. Right. And the truth is this is that there are many businesses, many, 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 many businesses who are exploding right now. Yes. Exploding. Just because you may not be in one, it does not mean that there's not this is not a land of opportunity. Right now, there are more people creating who are being let go of their jobs, 22 million as of a couple of weeks ago. I haven't looked at the latest number. But these people are going to get birthed into entrepreneurial opportunities. They're going to figure out how to make money and be independent. So we've got a new stage of entrepreneurs that are going to be seen. We're going to, we have a new stage of entrepreneurship that's being shown right now. And old jobs, old careers, old death processes are going to happen to evolve into the next layer. This is life. We've got to be realistic about it, not in the fantasy about it. Right. Not to be deaf for a new life to come. That's right. So, yeah. And um, so when people um, actually go and they're trying to motivate themselves with all this words and stuff, um, and it's not working, obviously, what is different about your process? So um, I knew I know when I came to you, your process was very different. It took me time to grasp what it was. So how is your process different or how does it work? Yeah, it's a good question, right? Most people live their life because this is what our, our, our animal brain does. We live on the idea of a 
a pleasure without pain. We want to avoid pain, mm -hmm. right? But the truth is the nervous system, the brain, everything has this mechanism of balancing brain, right? Balancing the pain that you live in. So if you can balance and balance the brain and clear the traumas of your life, then you don't have to live in this panacea and the symptomatic thinking. Kim, you know, and the thing is, right, Doc, is that if you look at it, people think they have control of their thoughts. You don't. You don't have control of your thoughts. By the time you consciously even think that you're making a thought and you have this perception of a thought, it's, it's already done. The decision's already been made. It's a reactive process. So point zero, the statistic, or the, the number is like 0 0.008 of a second is by the time you actually perceive and create a response. You've already made that decision. By the time you get to the point of thinking about what you're going to do, it's already innately done, being done. So the process is making sure, number one, we clear the traumas. We got to know where you've been. We got to understand the past and clear the past. Because if you don't clear the past, you can't move into the future. Number two, you got to have clarity of the future inside of that. And once you have clarity of the future, that's great. First, you got to know, excuse me, first, you got to know who you are. We got to understand why you make the decisions you are. You got to understand why you think the way you do. Not someone else's ideas, not, not some personal development guru's ideas as to this is how rich people are supposed to think, or this is how healthy people are supposed to think. But that's not how you think. Right. And so what makes you any better or worse than some guy you're comparing yourself to? Nothing, just the way you're choosing to think. So if you look up at these people and say that they're better than you and in, inundate yourself with their thoughts, then you're going to lose value in your own thoughts. So first you got to understand why you think the way you do. Second thing we got to do is we got to make sure that you clear the traumas of the past. We got to clear the traumas of the past that are holding you back, that are stopping you from being clear into your future. And third thing, we got to have true clarity of what's your unique future, not what the imposed fantasy of your future is, right? Because when you have a clarity of your, per, of your future, of what you truly innately desire, mm -hmm. then you won't look at the people around you and think that they're better or worse than you. You won't need to compare your life to any of them. You won't live in a land of resentment and judgment towards yourself. You'll be able to move in, in the trajectory of what you are willing to do and you'll serve humanity in a greater way because it'll be built on the premise of what you want to create in your this life, not a symptom of what other people are trying to inject into your life. You're being true to yourself mm -hmm. in, in, in your own path. Yeah, and, and, but I, I want to challenge that statement because people say that I'm being true to myself, but when they get it, then they, let's say you say, oh, I want to build a million dollar house. Okay, nothing wrong with that. But is that truly what you want or is it something that your, your mom or your dad wanted for you to impose that success on? If you don't know the difference between it, you're really not being true to your path. And that's why I make the, because it's a very, it's a term that's out there, right? Like being authentic. But what does that even mean, being authentic? If you don't know the difference between the true fantasies, the traumas in your life and what the true desires are in your life, there's a distinction. There's a, there's a mix up in that. And that's where most people are saying that from be true to yourself, right? Like be true to yourself. Well, someone can say, well, I'm being true to myself. I'm having 12 brownies tonight. Okay, great. Congratulations. You're being true to yourself. Are you going to pay for that? Yes. And you wouldn't do it. See, if you're truly true to yourself, you wouldn't damage yourself. You wouldn't hurt yourself with 12 brownies. I love that distinction. So you went from, you know, having all the toys, figuring out what, you know, really how to live. So what gives you the most joy and happiness in your life right now? 
What gives you I the love, fulfillment? I love serving. I love teaching. I love, love, love teaching. I get up inspired to teach. Um, I, I, I study every single day. I study and I teach. I study and I teach. I study and I teach. And uh, those two things are definitely my daily loves that I love to do extremely high. Uh, my kids are, are there, but I'm not, you know, I'm also realistic being a dad. I'm not the dad who wants to sit there and, and uh, be their chauffeur, but that doesn't mean I don't love them. I love spending time with them. I love connecting with them. I love being a dad and experiencing with them uh, and that. And then I love impacting people's lives. I am pretty congruent with what I do. I get up in the morning, like this morning, I just came out of like what I call a, a learning fast, seven days, 14 hours, I was reading. That sounds That's a lot of reading. It is a lot of reading, but I'm, I'm a reader. That sounds like heaven to me. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Uh -huh. It was 14 hours a day. I just go and I read and I absorb and I assimilate, I absorb, I learn, I read, I assimilate, I study, I learn. This morning I got up and I learned, I, I cleared my own junk. I, I, we all have junk, right? No one is exempt from it. So I'm not exempt from it either. And nobody is, right? Nobody's exempt from it. So I clear my work through my stuff, whatever shows up in my life and the work on myself. And then I, I teach, right? Like what I'm doing right now. I just came off of another hour worth of interviews. I'll get on another two or three hours worth of interviews today. And then tonight I got to teach again. So I do what I love with my life. And it seems to give me more energy, enthusiasm, vitality. And um, I think it shows. Yes, it does. So if people wanted to work with you or get a hold of you, wanted to um, tell us what things you're offering right now for people. Yeah, well, the, the simplest way, if you just want to go check out the website, you can go to dralok.net. That's D-R-A-L-O-K.net. Um, or you can just Google my name. Um, or we, I do this program that um, I just started Corona bred this, to be honest with you. Just started, but it's, gonna, it's, a, new, it's a big thing that we do. Um, it's, uh, it's called Inner Wealth. And so it's an online program. It's completely online. I'm in my studio right now. And we spend it's from 9 a.m. Central Time to 6 p.m. And it's a seminar. It's a workshop seminar that you get to be a part of with three, four, five hundred people across the world who are part of this. And we raise money and you, each ticket is a hundred bucks that we donate the proceeds of it to a Oprah Winfrey charity. And then, um, and then I gift you three more tickets to it. So basically we do this event and we're doing coming, it's coming up here on May 2nd um, is our next one. And then uh, we'll have another one in June sometime. But this is an opportunity for people who are really looking to understand and begin the world of really becoming real to get real, to understand who they are, to cut their BS. This is the beginning stage where you come in, you sit down. And it's just not a, one of these programs where you're just going to sit and watch. You're, it's interactive. You are going to work on yourself. It's like being live with me, but just digital. So we spent an entire day doing it. So it was a tremendous, tremendous program. People's lives changed that in that one day that we did it. And so uh, we're expecting over 500 people this next one. And I think it's going to be something that grows. So you can just go to Inner Wealth Workshop for that if you're interested in being a part of that. Yes, and I highly recommend it because, like I said, I've studied with Dr. Alok and I've been in his one-day, you know, live workshops, and the changes are just amazing from that one day. So thanks, Kim. Yeah, it's truly, truly powerful stuff. And if anybody's interested, and um, you know, just get in touch with us. We're happy, happy to work with with anybody that we can work with through that capacity. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you having me. Thank you for the invite. This has been great.
Yeah. And any last words of advice on living an incredible life? Yeah, I, I would. It's, it's kind of what I live by. Cut the BS, get real, and uh, live inspired. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Doc.